Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Coach School podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kimmy. I went from being a burnt out pediatric hospitalist to building a multiple six-figure coaching business while working full-time. I did this by mastering sales and getting my clients amazing results as a coach because the two go hand in hand. In the Doctor Coach School, I help women doctors become transformative coaches and build profitable, high-ticket coaching businesses using my proprietary coaching tools and my proven sales framework. If you are a woman doctor who wants to obtain freedom through coaching, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the DCS Podcast. If you are hearing my audio and it sounds a little bit different, I want to explain why I am actually out of town recording this episode on my iPad so I don't have my fancy mic or any of my fancy recording equipment. And that is fine because as I explained on my Q1 review, we are focused on doing things imperfectly. We are focused on just, it's okay to be messy. It's okay to just get to work, get things done, and not have it be perfect. And in that vein, I am recording while I am sitting at a hotel desk in my hotel room. So if you hear any background noises that sound a little bit abnormal, if you hear my kids come in and out, there's, I don't know what could happen during this recording. (laughs) So just go ahead and bear with me. Um, But I know that the content will still be very relevant for you. And so, yeah, let's go ahead and get started. So if you look back a few weeks, you remember, you will remember, or you will see that I recorded an episode not long ago that was called Why the Lurkers Buy. And this episode is not that, but it's from the same vein. It's in the same vein as that episode. What I'm doing is I am peeling back the curtain. I am going behind the scenes of a lot of the typical traditional um, marketing messages that you may be hearing. And I am giving you the why from my point of view. And I think this is important because I never want you guys to just have a general understanding of what, you know, like, oh, I should be doing this or I shouldn't be doing that, but not understand the why behind it. Because I would always hear these marketing messages and I would hear them and I would know that that's a rule. I would know that that's a rule I should be following, but I didn't understand the why. So then I didn't know what to do instead, right? I didn't know what to do instead. So it was just like, do this, do that. Don't do this, don't do that. But what do I do instead? And so I really want to give you guys a a really good sense of why these things are, why these statements are made. Many of them are true and I'm not discounting that they're true. I just want to give you an understanding as to the why. And I don't hear this being talked about. No one is telling you why this is, they're just making these true statements, but they're not giving you the background. They're not giving you the story. So let's do that. I want, I want you guys to have that available for you. So one of the statements that you may have heard, and if you haven't heard it, I guarantee your brain's going to do this thing um, where you're going to hear it now so much because I mentioned it to you. It's just it's just your reticular activating system, like keeping track. It's like you buy a blue car and then all of a sudden you see blue cars everywhere. It's the exact same principle. So the statement is you have to sell to the people who are ready. Sell your coaching to the people who are ready to buy your coaching. Now, 
this seems really basic, but I see it so much. I see it all the time. And I'm actually going to talk about one of my clients who ran into this very recently. And that's what made me start thinking about this. But if you've never heard this statement before, you can still see where this is probably true, right? Like you want to sell to people who are ready to buy your coaching, right? Like totally makes sense. Um, but let me give you an example to be able to really bring it home for you. And then I'm going to talk about why this is the case, like why you want to sell to the people who are ready and how to actually do that. So I was coaching one of my clients a couple of weeks ago and we were reviewing her content on social media. And this particular client in this season was wanting to create, she's wanting to create more sales calls. She's wanting to get on the phone with more people. And so she was, you know, asking me to review her content so we could figure out if there's anything behind the scenes of her content that is making it so that people are not booking sales calls with her. And the particular session that we were actually having that day was we were talking about how your beliefs show up in your marketing. And this is 100% true. I'll do a whole episode on this. Your beliefs or lack thereof will show up in your marketing 100% every single time without fail. So we were talking about how your beliefs show up in your marketing. And my client um, had me review an Instagram post. And the reason we reviewed this particular post was this post got a lot of engagement. Um, There were a lot of people commenting. There were a lot of people liking the post. So there was something that really resonated with people, but, but she was not getting anyone in the DMs booking calls with her, et cetera, et cetera. And so what we did was we analyzed the post, we broke it down. And what she did really well was that she did a great job of story selling. And I'm actually going to do, I have it on my, I have a little notes app in my phone with all my podcast ideas. I already have this one recorded. I'm going to do a podcast on storytelling versus story selling because those are two different things. And so she did a really great job of story selling in the way that I teach inside of the DCS curriculum. There were a few tweaks, a few things that we changed like to you know, that would have made it better. That would have enhanced the story. But for the most part, she had done a really good job of story selling. Now, what we found was in her call to action, her call to action at the end, and that's where you just basically invite people to work with you. When you invite people, hey, if, you know, I, I want to help you do this, book a call with me. Like you're making an offer of some sort, right? So she did the selling, right? The shifting of beliefs. And then now we're transitioning to her making an offer. We looked at her CTA, we looked at her call to action, we found that it was very, very vague. It, it was something along the lines of DM me to chat more about this. So I asked her, like, why did you say that? <laughs> like, Why did you ask for that to be the CTA? And she said, well, you know, I kind of just want to, I mean, just like anyone, like do something. Like, I don't really know. I guess I don't really have belief that people are going to actually book a call, but can you do something? Can you like chat with me? Right. And so that's an example of how your beliefs impact your marketing, right? Like if she wasn't believing that people wanted to work with her and wanted to reach out. And so she didn't give them a strong call to action. Now, if we didn't do this work of actually evaluating her posts, like you could go on, she could go on and say, well, people aren't commenting, people aren't responding. People don't want to work with me. My offer, I'm never going to make money. Like you could like catastrophize and go down that route. But instead, what we did was we found that she wasn't calling them to action. That's why it's called a call to action. You actually have to call people into action. That is something you must do in your marketing and in your selling. And so 
we found that she was not calling people to action. And so as we were talking, I was talking to her a little bit more about her beliefs. And what we found was that it was so fascinating. What we found was that she actually said to me, well, the reason I don't think people want to work with me is because I feel like I have to like educate them a lot on why it is important to do the work that I do with my clients in my coaching container. So this particular client helps people advocate for themselves at work and get what they want, whether that be a raise, whether that be more administrative time, whether that be more support staff, whatever it is you want at work. As a Black physician, she helps you get that. And she's really amazing at that line of work. But what she said to me was that I feel like I have to educate people on why they need to advocate for themselves. And so I do a lot of posts and I talk a lot about advocacy and self-care and et cetera, et cetera. And so what I said to her was, that's so fascinating because what you're telling me is that you don't believe that people are ready right now. You're trying to get them into action, like get them into believing that advocating for themselves is beneficial. You're not selling to the people who are standing at the edge of the cliff who are ready to go and they just want to see the bridge that provides the safety. We've talked about this on this podcast when I talked about my three-part selling framework this is it, right? Like you're speaking to the client who's standing at the edge of the cliff. And she said, yeah, well, that's kind of true because I'm thinking to myself, well, they don't believe in advocacy, self-advocacy. That's why they haven't done it. And they've sort of, they've sort of just resigned themselves to their current situation and they've kind of given up hope. And so I'm trying to get them to see that it's really, really important to advocate. And I said, okay, we found it. That's it. That's it, right? If you are speaking to people who are resigned, right? If they're they're not ready and they've just decided to sit in their current situation, this is why people are not raising their hand. It's a very clear, right? It's very There's a very like clear through line between that thought or that belief and why people aren't raising their hand, right? Now, I want to tell you why. Why is that the case? You can see how that's true, but why, right? Now, what you've probably heard or what you probably hear going forward, kind of like the predominant belief around this, like why you want to speak to the people already has to do with like... It's, it's something in the realm of manifestation. People talk about law of attraction. I don't believe in any of that, but I will say that, you know, there is a universal law of sowing and reaping. And so what I've heard marketers, coaches, business coaches, etc., say is that, well, you want to speak to the people who are ready because you want to attract, it's about attraction, right? Like you want to attract people who are like dedicated, ready to go. And that is I believe there is a component of that that is true. I don't think that's the whole story. And that's what's being sold right now as the whole entire story. And I don't think it's necessarily that. I do think that that is a part of it, but it's not the entire story. So it's not just about like, oh, I want to attract certain people, et cetera, et cetera. It is that, but it's not just that. So why is it that you want to speak to the people who are standing at the edge of the cliff? 
Here's why. If you think about the three-part framework that I talk about, this is the three-part my three-part sales framework as to there's only three things you need to do in order to sell your coaching. You need to sell, number one, sell a clear, desirable, doable point B, right? Point B is where they will be after they work with you, right? You want to do that. The second thing you have to do is build and show the bridge that's going to get them to the other side of the cliff, right? So you want to sell the point B, you want to build the bridge and show it and you want to knock down any rocks of unbelief, anything that's in their way that's blocking them from seeing the bridge and the point B, right? Their misconceptions, the things that they're getting wrong about the point B, like you have to knock those out of the way in your marketing and on the sales call in order for the person to see the bridge and say, oh, I want to get across that bridge to go to the other side. Those are, are the only three things you ever have to worry about. Like if you're evaluating your stuff, like those are the only three things you ever have to be looking at as to whether or not you are selling. Like, did I knock down the rocks of unbelief? Did I show them a firm, solid bridge that they could get across? Did I sell a clear, doable, desirable point B? Those are the only three things you ever have to be evaluating. So when you are selling and when you are marketing, and even when you are coaching, because they're all the same, right? What you want to do is you want to focus on those three things, right? The extent to which you are focusing on those three things for the person at the edge of the cliff, that is going to be how you sell your offer. And if you are not doing those things because you're speaking to the person who is cowering behind a tree, right? Because the problem that the person has who is cowering behind a tree is very different from the problem that the person has who is at the edge of the cliff, right? And so you want to be taking your brain to the place of, okay, someone's at the edge of the cliff. They're ready. They just have some misconceptions. They have some rocks that are blocking their view. I need to show them the bridge and I need to sell them the point B, right? If you're speaking to, and I'm going to use my client as an example. If you're speaking to the person cowering behind a tree, she's not at the edge of the cliff. She's not ready to go. The way you address her is going to be very different. And so all that's happening, and I say this all the time, sales is a language. If you're not getting clients, you're not speaking their language. If you're not speaking to people and they resonate and they say yes, it's just because you're not speaking their language, right? Now that seems very vague, but like this is what that means, right? The words you use, the phrases you use, the sentences you construct to speak to the person who is sitting behind, cowering behind a tree who doesn't want to leave, is so stuck that she can't even see herself walking to the edge of the cliff. Like what you say to that person does not build safety for the person at the edge of the cliff. Now, what that what I'm not saying is that there aren't people at the edge of the cliff. There are 100% right now in your world, in your world, right? There are people at the edge of the cliff right now who are ready to work with you. They may not know they're ready to work with you, but they are definitely ready to change their situation, right? But if you are speaking to the person who's hiding, right? And you're like trying to motivate them. And you're like, girl, advocacy and this and that. And you're like saying things to the person who's hiding. The person who's at the edge of the cliff, she's hearing those things, but it's not speaking to her particular rocks of unbelief. It's not building the bridge for her. 
it's not showing her, it's not showing her what's possible for her. It's not building her belief in any way. It's not providing any safety for her. It's not selling her the point B, right? So a lot of you all think that you don't have clients who are ready to work with you. It's, that is not the case. You 100% who have clients, have people in your orbit right now who would be willing to work with you, right? You simply, you simply are not speaking to them. So they're just standing there, right? They're standing, they're seeing your stuff. They might even be liking it. They might be commenting on it. They may be like, oh yeah, I love her. She's great. But they're not reaching out and they're not booking calls with you simply because you're not speaking their language, right? You're not speaking to their misconceptions. You're not speaking about what they desire. You're not showing them, hey, I've got you. I have a process that is proven, right? Which all of you do. I'm going to do an episode on your intellectual property as well. In fact, I've done some, so go back and look, but do a whole episode dedicated to just your intellectual property and how that builds safety for your clients your future clients, but you 100% have people who would step off and start walking along the journey with you as the coach, but they're not doing it right now because of the fact that you have not provided that safety. You have not sold them a desirable point B. You have not knocked down their particular rocks of unbelief because you are too busy thinking about the people who don't want to buy. You're thinking about the people who are not ready. You're thinking about the people who are overwhelmed, stuck, frustrated, right? And I see this so much in marketing where the language that's used, I call it tugboat marketing, but like, it's basically like you don't believe people want to buy your offer, right? And how that belief shows up in your marketing is that you are like, you are subconsciously mad at them, but they're not buying your offer or you're frustrated with them or you're like confused. Like, why are you not buying, right? So you're trying to motivate them into buying. And so you're telling them that they're stuck, they're struggling, they're overwhelmed, like they ain't got it together. They need to prioritize themselves. Like you need to prioritize yourself. You need to, you know, invest in yourself. Like there are people right now in your orbit who want to invest in themselves, who want to prioritize themselves, who want to do the work, right? But you're talking to the people who are cowering behind a tree, far away from the edge of the cliff, not the person who is standing at the edge of the cliff ready to step off. That is the difference. That's why you want to speak to the people who are ready. That is why, right? Not just some like woo-woo manifestation stuff. Okay. I believe in the law of sowing and reaping, which is what the law of attracting attraction was co-opted from. Let's get that clear. (laughs) I believe in that law because that is a spiritual law that is in the Bible that God instituted. So that is a thing, right? But it's not just this like, oh, well, I just want to speak to those people so that they actually come, right? It's also like you have to speak to those people so that you can help them see that it's possible for them so that you can help create that safety. I have an entire safety formula within the Dr. Coach School where I talk about safety. I talk about like how your marketing provides safety or doesn't and the extent to which your marketing provides safety that is when people will raise their hands to walk across right and so that's why you really want to audit your work you want to be looking at who am i speaking to am i speaking to the people who are ready right and am i 
selling a clearer, doable, desirable point B in my building and showing them the bridge that's available for them to cross and then knocking down the rocks of unbelief. Those three things, right? Those three things. If I'm not doing those three things for the person who's ready, right? For the person who's ready, then they will not raise their hand and then you will be confused saying that people aren't ready to work with you when it's not that they're not ready to work with you. Or actually it is that they're not ready to work with you, but not because they don't want to work with you. It's only because you haven't provided that safety for them. So that is where I'm telling y'all that three-part framework, everything, it is everything. That is all you need to do. You master those three things, you sign clients, point blank, period. If you want to understand how to do this work, I can help you do this inside of the Dr. Coach School. We have an entire module, module three, that is just on how to sell a clear, doable, desirable point B, build and show the bridge, knock down rocks of unbelief. You do that through story selling, story selling, not storytelling, because there is a difference. You do that through story selling, right? You do that through marketing with your bridge. You do that through lighthouse marketing, showing the point B, right? I have frameworks. I have guides for all of this so that you can do this work effectively, right? And so that you can evaluate to know, am I speaking to the person who's at the edge of the cliff or am I speaking to the person cowering behind the tree? So go ahead and go to the drcoachschool.com slash waitlist, sign up for the waitlist, join us when we open the doors on June 4th, okay? And and get ready because pretty soon we are going to be announcing the Sell Your Coaching Summit. The Sell Your Coaching Summit is going to be a transformational experience, a live virtual experience where you will just really delve into my tools and frameworks and learn from actual coaches in the industry who are selling their coaching successfully right now and how you can do the same. So stay tuned for that. But for now, get on the wait list to join us inside of the Dr. Coach School so that you can sell to the people who are ready. All right, y'all. Peace and love. Hey, Dr. Coaches. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dr. Coach School podcast. Now, don't stop there. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in your Apple podcast app so that you can be updated every single time I drop a new episode. Also, I would really, really appreciate it if you leave me a five-star rating and a review if you believe that this podcast has been helpful to you. So you can just log into Apple Podcasts, scroll down to where it says rating and review and leave your rating. It helps others find the podcast as well. And I want to get this podcast to as many women doctors as possible who desire to be transformational coaches. I'd also love it if you would share this episode on your social media. So just take a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories. All of it goes a long way to spreading the message of the Dr. Coach School. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the next episode. Peace and love. Thanks.